0: noble dairy queen's new summer blizzard menu is back and it is stacked dive right into the summer celebration with their new peanut butter cookie dough party blizzard you can sink your red spoon into their world famous dq soft serve filled with delicious chunks of chocolate chip cookie dough swirls of creamy peanut butter topping and peanut brittle crunch with sprinkles If the peanut buttery flavor isn't your jam, their fresh take on cobbler a la mode certainly will. Say hello to the Picnic Peach Cobbler Blizzard. You can also let your taste buds crumble with the ultimate cookie blizzard that features Oreo, Chips Ahoy, and Nutter Butter pieces. Dairy Queen knows everyone loves a good comeback, and fan-favorite blizzard flavors Frosted Animal Cookie, Brownie Batter, and Cotton Candy have made their triumphant return. Summer Blizzard flavors are now available at your Noble Dairy Queen stores with locations in Kankakee, Burbank, Moments, and Mantino. Happy tastes good! Hello and welcome to Kankakee Podcast, where we talk about the people and places of Kankakee County. I'm Jake Lamore, and this is our monthly episode with the Kankakee County Museum, where we dive into some history in our county. And we're welcomed by Jack Clacy and Jory Walters. Once Um. again, welcome, guys. Welcome, welcome. As always, it's great to be here. (laughs) It's great to have you here. Um, And on this episode, I was very excited for this because I know there's a lot about... The Illinois Central Railroad that I don't know, mm-hmm. and that's what we're going to talk about. Yes. One of what three or four railroads that have come through this county, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But uh, the IC is seems was one of the the
1: biggest ones, right? Uh, for the first eighteen years of Kankakee's existence, the IC was the only railroads coming through Kankakee.
0: Okay, so let's. How, yes. Where does uh, where do we start with the Illinois Central Railroad?
2: Well uh, let me show everybody a photograph okay. or I'm sorry, a map first. And everybody knows this railroad. It's out the door about hundred feet to that to the east, to the I'm sorry, the the west. It's Everybody's probably gotten stopped by this railroad a (laughs) hundred times. So may not know the name of it or its origin, but everybody knows the North-South Railroad. Yeah. All right. So let me show a map that we have at the museum. Shows a lot of railroads, but this is the ICRR.
0: (laughs) Starts
1: in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And
2: And it goes all the way to New Orleans. Yes. Okay. Notice, and there's a song about it, by
1: the way. Right. Notice <laughs> the, the famous... Y shape of the tracks on that. they're okay. marked.
0: Yeah. So the the yeah. the I C R R, Illinois Central Railroad, is the east side of the Y. Mm-hmm. It all is. <laughs> it, what's that? It's all I C R R.
1: Oh, oh, even yeah. the oh the um yeah. the the west. Okay, there's a Y shape on the Uh mat? Yeah, okay. The main line of the Illinois Central, when it was built, was the one on the left side, going to Galena from Cairo, because at that time, Galena was a very—it was bigger than Chicago. It was a major lead mining town, and so the thought is that was going to be the, the major line. The Chicago branch went from Chicago down to Centralia. And uh, as it turned out, of course, eventually the Chicago branch became the dominant part of the Illinois Central. The others existed, and the IC became a much larger area in other states as well. Yeah.
2: And this one is a little bit of, of enlargement of our area. Okay. And if I'm not mistaken, at least several towns on this way down were developed by the railroad. Kankakee was one of them, I believe, Shabans, maybe Matino, um, uh, not Bourbonnet. Bourbonnet no, was already Burbank. settled. Yeah, We'll and, talk
1: about that later. Right, <laughs> yes.
2: But uh, a lot of these towns, they they bought the land. Yes. And then they established towns along the railroad. They had to bring in people, immigrants, which can be a further episode. <laughs> That's a whole
0: other, mm-hmm, yeah, box of uh, who
2: worked on the railroad. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, to bring them in to establish it. So I wanted to give people just a, a view of, of we all know this. If you've been to these towns, you, yes. you know the railroad. Yeah, mm-hmm. but to get a kind of a, a map of it, kind of yeah.
1: shows. Yeah, the I.C. established a depot about every ten miles. And from Chicago down to Centralia and, of course, then the other side was where it went through Bloomington and various other towns.
0: Do you know, like, the origins of the Illinois Central Railroad before, Mm -hmm. like, it extended into
1: our area? Yes. Do you know where it started? (laughs) Okay. It started in Chicago or actually in Galena. In 1850, the United States government gave two and a half million acres of vacant land of to the state of Illinois to encourage railroad production. At that time, there was only one railroad in Illinois, and it was a partial uh, Chicago and Galena Union railroad, and it didn't run all the way to Galena. but So it ran um, east and west. In 1851, the Illinois Central Railroad Company was chartered by the state of Illinois and promptly deeded over to uh, actually – Gave the two, the two and a half million acres of land to the Illinois Central to be sold uh, to retire the bonds to build the railroad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The railroad itself, the whole thing, the Y shaped railroad, was seven hundred and five miles of railroad trackage, and under the gift from the state of Illinois and originally from the Illinois from the federal agencies, the IC was granted one section, let's see, on either side of the railroad for six miles in either direction, they were granted alternate sections of one square mile. So, uh, for example, at any given point, there were uh, three one mile square mile uh, land on one side and a three on the other and those could be sold the interesting thing was those could had to be sold for $2.50 an acre or more how did they come up with that number well the federal price for vacant land if if you were here in 1850 and wanted to you know buy an acre of land you paid a dollar and a quarter okay uh but under the circumstances with the railroad they were required to get at least $2.50 mm-hmm. each for those.
2: So and that money up- then
1: would help retire the the $16 million or whatever in bonds mm-hmm. that they had sold to actually do the financing of the railroad.
2: Here's a ad.
0: Oh, for the... Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha.
2: One of the ads that they okay. put on mm-hmm. They encourage settlement people to come. Yes. Purchase mm-hmm. land along the railroad.
0: I think... Uh, that's what happened with my if I'm not mistaken my great great grandfather um bought land from uh the uh Illinois Central Railroad in Mantino mm-hmm. cuz he originally lived in Rockville so just west of what you know became Mantino and but he uh, the family moved to town cuz i think they bought some of that land from the railroad eventually mm-hmm. so
1: Later on, obviously, <laughs> the railroad, interestingly enough, originally under its charter, could not sell town lots. They couldn't build out cities, and they set up their depots, but they couldn't build it. They couldn't set up a, a, a town around them. Uh, there, there was just a law against that. Yes, it was a. Uh, uh, it was some kind of a political compromise on the chartering of the railroad. Uh, But that only lasted until 1855 when that part of it was repealed. Mm -hmm. But originally, 1851 onward, being good capitalists, the uh, Illinois Central Railroad's owners and management are mostly Eastern industrialists and people involved. They knew ways around problems like that. So they set up a different company called the Associates Land Company. And since they were the heart of the railroad operation, they knew exactly where the depots were going to be located. So they swooped in and picked up the best land around them uh, and laid out towns. The big advantage, of course, of running it owning a town site was you could get a lot more money for an acre of land in, in the town than you could 250 as agricultural land Typically a uh, a block one block in the uh, there might have been I think there were eight blocks to a square mile roughly, and there were like sixteen town lots on each of those miles. So th- and they got more than two fifty a lot. I'll tell you that I can't remember no, an I'm actual sure they number. Did. Yeah, <laughs> but it was much more profitable to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's most mild. of the. Most of these towns, the size of Mantino, for example, I think there's thirty some towns that the i c planted out under what was called the Neil plan. David Neal was one of the directors of the Illinois Central, and he laid out a common plan to use for all of the smaller towns along the railroad were certain size, uh which was most of them about the size of Mantino or Piatone or Chabance. And it was an interesting approach. Parallel to the railroad, the north-south streets were named for trees in a particular order that was the same on every one of the towns. But the east-west streets were named rather unusually. The first east-west street north of the depot was 1st North Street. Not North 1st Street, but 1st North Street. And there was 2nd North Street, 3rd North Street, or First South Street, 2nd South Street. Yeah. Those designations are pretty well gone away. There are none left in Mantino. Well, but in Chebanse there is still the 1st North Street and yes, I believe there's there is. Is a 1st 2nd North South Street.
0: Yeah. And and having to do some radio commercials for businesses in Chebanse uh-huh. I've had to say like first North street or, or whatever. And it's just, a. I was like, what? I was like, this doesn't like, is this right? Mm-hmm. And I would Google the address and I'm like, Oh, okay. I guess that is the address. <laughs> it's, it was so strange, but, um, that's really wild. Cause you know, I think obviously I, I relate to Mantino the most cause that's where I was born and raised and spent most of my, my life there. Um, and I think about the, um, So, you know, in Mantino, you got Main Street on the west side. And then on the east side, it's Oak Street. So you're talking about
1: trees. Yeah, Yeah, Main Street would have had another name, a tree name earlier, but I can't remember what it is. Yeah,
0: I don't know either. I've never heard it, but Oak Street is still there. So and then I think about. The streets that are running east and west and none of them, obviously, like you said, a Mantino or the first, second or first North Street or whatever, but there's still first street there's second street (laughs) and they run east and west. Wow.
2: And to add to um, getting rich an (laughs) article, I'm going to read you one little phrase from that that will add to what he said about greed. Uh, Mm -hmm. The one thing that motivated more people to improve Illinois than all others was greed, (laughs) get-rich-quick fever, whether it be farming, business, or speculation. Hmm. And so with the railroad, they could do all kinds Mm -hmm. of things. Yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's one thing that people have asked me before about moments Mm -hmm. being the possible county seat. And Kikaki being the county seat and how that was contentious so why one reason why they chose Kikaki because it was on the line and it made more sense to have instead of the train going this way for moments went straight and so Kiki kind of won out on that on that battle that was one reason why
0: the people that owned the railroad essentially made these made up these other companies to profit from right. building up these towns along their own railroad track. Right. Um And,
1: I mean, where do we go from there? Well, actually, Kankakee was different from all of the other smaller towns. It was deeded over to a subdivision of the Associates Land Company called Ketchum and Gray, uh, and was intentionally developed as they saw it as one of the larger, more influential towns between Chicago and uh, and Cairo, uh, and so therefore they were handled differently. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, a question that always comes up: uh, Why doesn't the track go through it's Manti- uh, Go through Bourbonnais? Various legends of why it's not – some some they said, well, they offered to to run – put a station at Bourbonnais. But the old-timers said they were afraid that – they didn't want to do that. They they were afraid the engine would blow up and kill everybody. And there are others that said, no, they didn't want anything to do with these newfangled devices. Wrong. (laughs) It's an urban legend. Okay. The Illinois Central, whenever possible – Bypassed existing communities and developed their own in competition. Now, in our area between Kankakee and Urba- Chicago and Urbana, there are only really two that were negative there. Instead of Bourbonnais, of course, they opened Kankakee. In Urbana, they set up a a, a a a town called West Urbana, which became Champagne. Okay. Uh, wow. The only other settlement between Chicago and Urbana in the 1850s was something called Spring Creek down near Onarga, but that kind of died out before the railroad became very strongly involved. Was Gil? Is Gilman along the Gilman tracks? is on the line, but it was it's a, it was a later development okay. along, along by the railroad or some of the okay. You know, um,
0: Celebrate Mother's Day with D. Westfall Jewelers on Broadway and Bradley. You can shop 20% off storewide from now until Mother's Day. If you spend one ninety nine or more now through May 8th, you can receive a $25 gift card from Texas Roadhouse. And then from May 9th through the 12th, if you spend one ninety nine or more, receive a bouquet of flowers from Bada Bloom in Bourbonnais. Mom deserves to shine this Mother's Day with new jewelry from D. Westfall Jewelers on Broadway and Bradley. Like and follow D. Westfall Jewelers on Facebook and Instagram for more info.
2: And out here to the west here of our building, along the line, Southeast Avenue, which is, does not look anything like it used to. But that was the very first area to be developed downtown mm-hmm. because of the railroad. Right, it was the Now railroad that farmers could... Uh, and in store clerks can bring goods in by railroad instead of hauled in, you know, horse and buggy. That down the the uh, quote downtown started to develop, mm-hmm. and anybody who was anybody wanted their location, location, location on Southeast Avenue. Southwest Avenue was a little bit more, um,
0: more was a little bit different.
2: But Southeast Avenue on this side was where the businesses were, Mm -hmm. and then, and then Court Street was not developed yet. It was still a little bit of woods. So when Court Street was developed, everybody wanted to move there. Yes, and then Skyler developed, and then everybody wanted to move there. Mm -hmm. Um, So little by little, the town downtown was created, kind of block by block, but it all started with the railroad with goods being able to be brought in, food and goods and um many different items that would take forever to come in by horse and buggy still at that time, uh, was a great advantage uh to to the town's development. So I know
0: that Kankakee the city of Kankakee became the county seat in 1853, and that's also when the city was founded. Is that also when the rail line finished here? Or like was it the rail line finished and, and kept going before then? I was just wondering how the construction the, part
1: of it. On the 4th of July, 1853, uh, an Illinois Central work train, Came down from the north, and stopped at Hickory Hickory Street, which is what two blocks north of the of the river, because that's as far as the rails went at that point. Uh, at the at the it apparently was bringing other supplies, probably the rails to carry it further on down. The gap between Hickory Street or Hickory Avenue, no street. And the railroad and the uh, the river was about two blocks, so it took a while to build that. But the bridge over the river, which of course was obviously necessary for the railroad to keep going south, had been under way for probably about six months. They had been they building the piers and so forth. It was an unusual bridge. It was all wood, mm-hmm. and it spanned the river at two levels. The lower level had... Sort of ground level was a toll bridge for horses, wagons, and, and pedestrians. Mm-hmm. The upper level was the tra- the real train going across.
2: Oh, I have a lithograph yeah. of that, and I didn't bring it.
1: Oh, that's okay. I'm mm-hmm. sure yeah.
0: we can include that uh, <laughs> later on for yeah. people to look at too. Yeah, but the,
1: the it was a very unusual style bridge. There weren't very many built. I, I think Vic Johnson tried tracked some of that down through is the. Uh, federal or through the IC and the federal people and found there was only like two or three maybe bridges of that type. It lasted for about six or seven years. I think in about 1860 it was replaced by a steel bridge. Was it unusual
0: level. because it was made out of wood, or because it was it was two essentially two The, the design,
1: the truss it, design, yeah. and the, and the fact that it was made of wood rather than iron mm-hmm. uh, was what made it unusual. That was complete- that would
0: scare me a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. We have yeah. some interesting pictures showing that bridge. Yes, uh, it was completed on the 11th of August, and so the IC could go across the river and continue going south. We just had an inquiry the other day about the quarry by the state hospital. That was called the Sinclair Quarry, the South Side Quarry, but that was opened by the Illinois Central and provided the crushed ballast rock for most of the IC going southward from Kankakee. And that's the
0: thing is— I don't know if this might not be a question you can answer, but from what I gather, it seems like a, an actual rail line is hasn't changed as far as the structure goes, right? I mean, it's still made about the same way, isn't it? You've got your gravel base, and yeah. then you've got your your wood yeah, ties. The, the sleepers or, uh, yeah. or ties, and, and then, then the you've, steel. Then you've got the steel rail right. lines. Yeah, I that mean,
1: technology that... hasn't changed other than the... Reels uh, are welded together now, where originally they were connected mechanically with a plate. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe the shape might have changed slightly or various differences of material. Probably. Um, Something I was going to mention. Oh, I know. Yeah, as far as the bridge, the piers out in the river that were holding the bridge up were made of, of limestone. And that Limestone was quarried several miles up downriver at uh, Wiley Creek on 113 South. You pass through, it's, it's near, uh, oh, I guess it's what, two and a half, three miles out, I don't recall. Yes, but something uh, like that. I think, I'm not sure whether the formed stone was hauled by wagon or whether it was uh, put on a, a, a barge or something and hauled down there yeah I think there is one vestige of that stonework still left if you're going westbound on River Street and passing under the under the tracks, there's still a stone wall there. if you look closely at that and that it, it i think that that is probably goes all the way back originally mm-hmm. uh, on the other side it's not it's all concrete you think that's river. part of the old bridge i believe it's part part of the old bridge we have old photographs showing. River Street going under the tracks and so forth. And mm-hmm. they date back pretty well. I mean, yeah. It's a little bit of speculation, but I For think sure. it's probably likely.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's cool. I never would have thought that. And, and then
2: this railroad also has a connection to something we covered before, the Riverview Hotel. Yes. Um, when the uh, people wanted to uh, Emery Cobb wanted to build the hotel, he partnered with the ICRR— and said, um, okay, if you come down from Chicago or that area, we'll give you a, a special price on the on your train ride.
1: Yeah, excursion veers. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And then we'll give you a special price on, on the room. And then we will also come by horse and buggy to the ICRR station here mm-hmm. and give you a lift back to the hotel, which would have been uh, in today's time, like, Two minutes, you know, five minutes maybe. Right. By then, uh, it it was in Riverview, uh, which probably would have been 20 minutes maybe, depending on the weather, Mm -hmm. depending Mm on the roads, uh, to get from here to there. But they did a a good um, packaged deal, which for the first couple of years actually did bring in a lot of people from the Chicago area. Okay. Area. Right, those
0: excursion mm-hmm. trips. We have
2: tickets. Yeah. Um, I believe we do in our, our collection tickets that say uh, river view and ICR.
0: Oh, cool uh,
2: excursion. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Tickets, That's really yeah.
0: cool. It's especially amazing that you have those, considering the fire that happened yep. too. Uh, obviously, the hotel burned down. Um, I'm curious, how did you know? Once you know, once that rail line's built, you've got trains, but you know, you've got, you've got freight trains, you've got passenger trains. How did that work back at that time?
1: Uh, pretty much as it does right now. Yeah. The, the trains, yeah, they a lot of scheduling, of course, and sidetracks and so forth. Trains were not moving very fast in those days. Uh, mm-hmm. Jory mentioned excursion trains. The first excursion train on the Illinois Central to Kankakee was in it was August 5th, 19, 1853. Really? So, okay. This so, is a month after the – in fact, before the bridge was completed over the river.
0: Yeah. They didn't waste any time.
1: Nobody has recorded what the, what the excursion consisted of. My feeling might be it consisted of people they wanted to sell property to and mm-hmm. so forth. Mm-hmm. That was uh, going to be my guess. Yeah. It was not a swift method of transportation, although it was an awful lot faster than horse and buggy. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. excursion train was what fifty nine miles, I think it is, from downtown Chicago to About Kanky that, Kee. yeah. Uh, the speed of the train was twenty miles an hour, so therefore the trip from Chicago to Canque took three hours and twenty minutes. Yes. <laughs> I was,
0: was yeah. going to guess about four hours, so yeah. I was <laughs> I overestimated. Well, the,
2: the Metra train from University Park. To Chicago, like, um, it goes further now than it used to, but right. so like around um, the Art Institute. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it does stop in between for, you know.
0: Quite a few yeah, stops. Yeah,
2: but it, that takes an hour from University Park to there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know, mm-hmm.
2: One hour. Yeah. So down to here, the older trains, yes, definitely would have. Yeah, and would've. also people who lived in, when towns were developed in Bonfield, Essex, Redick, those areas, uh, trains not not the ICR, but the other rail, um, encouraged people to come into town by train because it was faster than horse and buggy. Uh,
0: much faster. So mm-hmm. it w-
2: it was kind of a I think a win win situation for capitalists, for people planning the, the, the towns, for people who wanted to get into town faster who wanted to get their goods into towns faster so it it was definitely a, a something that not just a few people who could afford it could take advantage of but an average person could catch a train um and be able to to do things in the city if they lived in the outer parts of the county
0: when when did you know, all of these smaller towns uh, along the Illinois Central Rail here in the county, they all, most of them, if not all of them, had d- their own depots where, you know, people would get their goods or they would hop on the train and go south or they'd go north to mm-hmm. Chicago. When did that stop? Uh, you know, when did those towns not have the their depots any longer? Children are naturally drawn to art and the creative process. For them, it can be a form of expression as they explore the materials, gain confidence, and feel a sense of competency as they create something based on their own ideas and efforts. That's why Little Me Studio in Burbank created the Big Kids Art Lab for ages 5 to 12. Little Me Studio crafted this safe space for your big kid to slow down, be in the moment, and be comfortable making messes while trying something new. Big Kids Art Lab meets every Thursday from 4.30 to 5.30 p.m. at Little Me Studio across the street from Olivet Nazarene University in A. Studies indicate that art making has so many positive effects for the brain, body, mind, and heart. Enroll in one class at LittleMeStudio.com or sign up for the entire session and save. LittleMeStudio.com to sign up for Big Kids Art Lab. Make sure you follow Little Me Studio on Facebook and Instagram.
1: Most of them have had depots up until probably World War Two, at least. Somewhat later, yeah. But then they gradually were shut down shut because down. they didn't have the passenger traffic, yeah. or the the railroad decided that there's not. Yeah. And I'm
0: assuming yeah. that's probably because of the automobiles. Auto- I was just going to say that and the automobile, the building of yeah. like. Route 50. Then, of course, that right, came the highways. in the... 19,
1: beginning in the 1920s, the Illinois became the leader in paving highways, for yeah. yeah. We're talking about trains and commuter Interesting types of commutation. Actually, in the late 1800s, early 1900s, there were commuters, as they are, in going to Chicago today, but these are mostly more local. Uh, I think... I'm not sure how late, maybe early 1900s, um, uh, Lehigh Quarry worked out a deal with the railroad, uh, and I think it may have been, that might have been part of the Bloomer line, the, the IC branch to Bloomington from Kankakee, but they actually were able to get a commuter fare for their workers from Kankakee who would hop on the train in the morning and go to work and hop on the train and come back at night. And I think there were that kind of—there was a lot of interchange between smaller towns— mm-hmm. Sometimes on a regular basis, sometimes on an irregular basis. But mm-hmm. uh,
2: And then another question that comes about, people ask me about Station Street. People have heard that there was yes. another depot before the one that's directly across from mm-hmm. almost from where we are at, yeah. the, at the moment. And this is a photo of the original. Yeah.
1: Nice wooden at depot,
0: Station very attractive and good sized. And so was that station on Station Street? Mm-hmm. Okay, it was, that's why Station it, Street it was, was named.
1: literally on okay. Station mm-hmm. Street. The, sta- the street did not cross the tracks. The uh, on this the east side, the passenger depot was alongside the tracks at where Station Street ran into it. Went over on West Avenue, you had the the freight depot. Mm-hmm. Okay, which oh. was a pretty good so, sized building.
0: So where? So yeah. what? Where? the The original sh- station was. What's there today? Is it an empty lot? So
2: it's empty. Okay, There's nothing there. Okay,
0: yeah.
1: yeah and it's the, it was. Great- it was the original station was built and opened in about nineteen eighteen fifty four. I don't have the exact date, but uh, it took a little while longer to get built. There was other things going on. The current depot was opened in eighteen ninety eight. Okay. I was going to say it we was right around of, the turn of the century. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: A lot of different angles we have of the one we have now. Yes. And it's been refurbished a little bit.
0: Yes, it has. And the original, did it burn down? Is that what happened?
1: Which one? The original? The original light? station. No, it was torn down. It, it was down, just torn just to down. to build a yeah. okay. bigger yeah, so they, so they opened that. this one.
0: I thought there was a, f- a fire at one of them.
1: There's been... <laughs> Huge numbers of fires oh, in sure. Places, but for, but yeah. I don't recall ever seeing anything okay. on the Kanki Depot burning. I don't oh, okay,
0: I, I must be making <laughs> making that up in my mind. Mm-hmm.
2: And we have a lot of photographs. Also, if anybody's interested in pursuing a little bit more photographs of roundhouses and bigger buildings that they used to use along this line okay. and along another line uh, in the north part of Kankakee, yeah. we have more and photograph of the um the bridge out here, Cape Court Street Bridge. Yes, when it was oh, yes brick. the
1: the overpass. Oh yes, yes. There. I've yeah.
0: yeah I've seen that picture. So and, I had and that, that overpass too. And at that point, that was just a Pedway mm-hmm. bridge. Yeah. That was before cars and yeah. all that. Yeah. yeah. And then
1: people that asked overpass me about Skyler. That bridge, in one form or another has been. <clears throat> <coughs> has existed since the beginning of the town. Yeah. <laughs> it was built in, I think, 50s, four, thereabouts. It would have had to have been because yeah. that's why the the the
0: town or the city existed. It was because of the mm-hmm. railroad. So, yeah. And but, people
2: ask me about Schuyler or Schuyler Street. Was it, who was it named after? Robert Schuyler. And he was president of the ICR for some time.
0: And, and so about him. how did... the coming of naming Skyler after him come about. Do we know that? I mean, obviously he's the, you know, he was the big to do with the railroad, but why did they choose him?
1: The first flat of the town, which was uh, in January of 1854, was laid out with 49 blocks, uh, something like 18 or 20 different streets. uh, And, uh, Originally, by the way, the the flight was registered as Bourbonnais, but yes, they rather the whole quickly changed that over to Kankakee City after it was filed. But among those uh, among those streets, all but one of them in that original plan still have the same names today. But one did not. Uh, what is now Chestnut Street. The two blocks north of Court, I think, east and west. Yes, was named Matson Street for yes. Joel Matson, who was the governor of Illinois at that time. Is that where the town Matson gets its
0: name? You think?
1: Is that the
0: town of Matson? Yes,
1: it is. is the same name I, It probably uh, had something to do with the incorporation of that. Okay. Uh, there were other. Why did they change that to Chestnut then? I am not sure. Maybe you feel out of favor with things. I I've never seen any anything yeah. about why it was changed, but it is the only one that's changed. That's interesting. The uh, let's see, I'm trying to think of the names. There were four streets named for people. One was yeah. Washington.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: One uh, for George Washington, obviously. Sure. Harrison for William Henry Harrison, the president. And I'm trying to think what the other one was. Matt Matson was one, yeah, right? No, yeah, I or, think that was it. Yeah. That was the fourth that was changed. Yeah.
0: Are there any other streets in Kankakee that are named from prominent figures from Illinois Central Railroad?
1: uh, Other than Skyler, no. No, Skyler was president of the railroad at the time this was filed. He was the he was the first ICR president. There are a lot of names that were familiar politicians in Illinois, especially in West Kankakee and Mm -hmm. areas. Or a lot of new subdivisions were built in the 1900s yes. up through the 50s.
0: Yeah. Um, did Schuyler have any businesses here or anything like that? Or is there anything other significance about him?
1: No, just the fact mm-hmm. that he was president of the railroad, I think. And, of mm-hmm. course, all of his buddies who ran the Associates Land Company mm-hmm. uh, or yeah. Ketchum and Gray Decided that the main what they thought might be the main street was turned out it wasn't East Mm -hmm. Avenue is the main street for so long until the the, uh, retail businesses migrated Mm -hmm. to Court Street and then down into Schuyler was Court Street always Court Street. Yes,
2: yes for the yeah. courthouse
1: yeah yeah i mean i always figured but i wondered
0: you know yeah. if it was always court street you Yeah, know it was
1: court street before there was a courthouse
2: yeah
0: that's why i was asking i was like because obviously you know 1853 yeah you know you the court street existed essentially but it was you know if you
1: look on the plat at that 18 uh the first plat of illinois of uh, the block where the courthouse is has a notation on it saying uh to be kept forever free of buildings other than a courthouse, oh, yeah, and it is. They can't. <laughs> so they just decided they no.
0: the courthouse is going to be on this street. We'll name it Court right. Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: okay.
2: And that was yeah. the, we have now the third courthouse, right, on that street. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, what else yeah. is there about the Illinois Central Railroad?
1: When Kanawha County was formed out of portions of Iroquois and 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 Will County. Uh, after the idea that okay we have a new county, then you had to pick a courthouse. I pick a uh, a town that would where the courthouse would be to be the uh, county seat <clears throat> to run the county. Well, there was various votes. The first vote there were like four or five towns: Caney uh, City, the new one, Bourbonnais, Memmets, and Roma, all vying for that. Well, they couldn't come to it. They didn't. Nobody got a, a majority there. So they decided to run it again. And on the 21st of June, 1853, (laughs) by that time you had only two contenders, Moments and Kankakee City. And so they held a a vote in all of the townships and areas of the county. The Kankakee City, in one of the precincts, particularly the limestone precincts, really won the election right there. There were 205 votes for Kankakee and zero votes for Moments. Uh, it was mixed, more mixed elsewhere. Yeah. The uh, reason it was that way was that the Illinois Central hauled in all of their construction gangs and their quarry workers up and down the river and came and voted in that, even though they weren't citizens of, of Kankakee County, <laughs> Election fraud in Illinois is not. New. <laughs> it's
2: not. New. I was just going to say that it's we,
0: been around since the,
2: the beginning it's... of
0: time,
1: and also an incentive, an incentive to kind of you know push the idea of Kenke City. In addition to what they did there, the Ketchum and Gray announced before that vote that they would donate a whole block, square block, as a site for the courthouse in Kenke. And they would also put $5,000 toward building it. Ah. So so one way or another, there was no problem getting Kanky <laughs> City to become yeah. the uh, the county seat. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. while the courthouse was being built, which took the better part of, I think, two years to do so, uh, the county government operated out of the freight house. You know, okay. At the second floor of the freight house in, uh, huh. uh, on West Avenue was yeah. where all of the county operations were held.
0: Right. We know kind of a little bit about its transformation story, right? I mean, uh, Illinois Central Railroad, I mean, ex- it existed under that name until
1: – has it, it hasn't been 20 years, has it? Uh, it's gone through several ownerships. Currently, it's Canadian National, Yeah, I believe. But, I don't but remember.
0: didn't Canadian National buy it from –
1: Someone like, else, yeah. I don't remember what the intermediate step was, but there were because
0: when I was a kid, I would see Illinois Central on the, on the trains, right? And but at some point,
1: Burlington Northern, I think had had some time for a time. I think was BNSF and Burlington Northern Santa Fe uh, had some ownership stake at some point. I think it may have been before Canadian National, but. A, there, I'm sure we'll be hearing from railroad buffs in town. <laughs> that, no, that's totally wrong. Right.
0: Well, I'm sure our, our friends at the uh, the Railroad Museum know all of some of that anyway, yes. because so there, a lot of the uh, or at least a few of the guys from the Railroad Museum are retired railmen mm-hmm. themselves. Oh, yes. So, mm-hmm. you know, so they know some of that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The Illinois Central Historical Society, they have their own and they did a they do a book. Rush to "Amazing magazine," and mm-hmm. we were on one of them.
0: Yeah, uh, that's from
2: 1997.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. issue 45. Cool, yeah, mm-hmm. very
2: cool. And we ha- I also have a uh, a booklet, and it just lists all the timetables and where, and you know, kinds of things.
0: So it's like the schedule
1: mm-hmm. and probably the fair, right? The yeah. fair price. What was? It's hard to believe today when we're down to one or two tracks in most cases. But during the 30s, the 40s, and so forth, there were—actually, even earlier than that, there were literally dozens of trains each day coming through Kankakee. Mm-hmm. Many of them, if they were passenger, they generally mm-hmm. stopped there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But there were also freight trains. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: at one point, I think that through Kankakee, there were four tracks at one point. Mm-hmm. Or where the depot is now, but then it was down to two later. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the bridges, the second or third bridge, it was really odd. It was an iron bridge, but it was narrow, and trains had to take turns going through it. <laughs> you had two tracks coming up from down from the north, and there was a switch in there down to a single track over the over the uh, river, and then through another. Switch to go down and at least one case there was a really terrible accident a train wreck when uh, somebody went through from both ends at the same time and i think it ended up that the wreck itself took place at at one end of the bridge but Mm -hmm. it should not have been
0: i gotta point this out so before we started recording um something we always talk about and if you've been listening to kankakee podcast since Uh, We moved into Pathfinder's building, which is right next to the railroad tracks here in Kankakee, as we mentioned. (laughs) Um, You hear trains passing by in the background all the time, almost every single episode since like the last five or six months. You hear the train horn. And ever since we started recording, it has not sounded one time. (laughs) And we're talking about the
2: train. Not even the East West train that we can do. No, I don't even.
0: There's no trains. The one time we're actually talking about the trains, the train doesn't even pass by. I don't get it. Oh, my
1: gosh. (laughs) It's It's, a a plot.
0: It's a plot. It really is. I'm kind of scared, to be honest. Like, what is going to happen here?
2: We have, like I said, a lot of files on the different trains. We have a whole file on... Train accidents, if anybody's interested in just that aspect of the different, um, in the area, in the whole area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a huge file. This is only a little portion that I pulled out, uh, a file just on the ICRR. If anybody is interested in looking at the old um, newspaper articles, et cetera, on the beginnings of, of um, and the, the, Transformation. I have a later articles as well as the, the earlier articles. If anybody's interested, just contact me, and I'm happy to show uh, the
1: files. Yeah, we've got that. a great resource for research, especially into railroads, and we've got
2: you know mm-hmm.
1: thousands, know, about hundreds of pictures, probably mm-hmm. related to railroads. Wondering a lot of them just a picture of a de- of a uh, locomotive, but yes, mm-hmm. others we have some construction, uh, mm-hmm. not i see construction but later on sure showing most of the depots we have photographs of from the depots
2: Mm
0: -hmm. yeah in the area it's -hmm. just amazing thinking about the the founding of kankakee was kind of corrupt kind of (laughs) twisted (laughs) yeah but yeah like we wouldn't be here if that that, didn't (laughs) happen like isn't that wild Mm -hmm. to think about that like Mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know. I guess good things can come from, <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> from yes, from yeah, if some, you know. For that, we might've been recording in downtown moments. Mm, yeah. right, mm-hmm. right, right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But it's just, but then you just think about maybe all the things that, uh, you know, wouldn't have, businesses and factories and things we've been, become famous for would not mm-hmm. have come here because, right. you know, I mean. The you know the as they say what was the saying railroads built America okay. right mm-hmm. I mean
2: definitely we're, true
0: Kankakee as a product Kankakee. of that among uh, mm-hmm. even just the other towns we mentioned in in Kankakee County we mm-hmm. wouldn't have so. the
2: downtown developed the way it did yeah and the, the the streets and the and the the businesses and we wouldn't have had nails maybe. Um, <laughs> And then just the – the I don't think we would have had the industrial base.
0: Yes, that's exactly that what I'm referring to. Early to yes.
2: the middle yes. days. Our industry base, I think, uh-huh. really started to decline around 1960, 70. Something yeah. It's so. often
1: overlooked, too, is the effect of the railroad in settling this part of the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They recruited laborers off the docks, immigrants coming from Europe in – New York, because the country was so empty at that time, there were farmers were scattered all over the place, and they were not about to go to work for the railroad because right. they were trying to run their the hard scrapple farms. The towns were so small, they didn't really have a pool of labor. Mm-hmm. So at one time, at least in 1853, when they was coming through Kankakee, and there was work being done all over mm-hmm. the whole route, there were more than ten thousand laborers at work. Mm. Wow! On the I.C. Mm-hmm. and a lot of these, and these are mostly German and uh, Irish mm-hmm. families. And many of them would come to work for the uh, for the railroad, work until they made enough money to buy a prop buy property, and then to go into farming. Mm-hmm. And a great deal of the development of the area, really, the fact that there was a railroad. To be able to take the pro- the crops into to market in Chicago, mm-hmm. you know, if you were in the eighteen forties and you had a uh, you know twenty hogs that you wanted had to drive to Chicago for the uh, slaughterhouse, it would take you days and would be really a miserable mm-hmm. thing. Once the railroad was there, they mm-hmm. herd them onto a car and they were mm-hmm. they were gone and they were there in a day. Yeah, yeah. save you time and money. Right. You know. And you know, whole carloads of wheat and corn and so forth. Yeah. So it really developed the the whole agricultural economy of the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was going to mention that earlier, and it just yes. in my head. No, thought, I'm you glad, know, I'm glad you that mentioned that. Yeah,
0: it's good. There's
1: to... a, there's a wonderful book called uh, "The Illinois Central History of Its Colonization Work in Illinois" by a man named Paul Gates. And I think U of I Press in 1970s, but that's a very interesting book to read if anybody's interested in the history of how the Illinois Central developed and uh, how it is effect upon this part of the country. Yeah,
2: and that explains why um, Bourbonnais was mostly French. French Canadian last names, French, but Bradley right next to it in Kankakee, all you know, in one area. Why there's so many people of of different nationalities, Mm -hmm. and that explains that. And also in in the surrounding towns, Mm -hmm. um, I've done some research for a future lecture that I would also like to do for a podcast. Is I've been researching, I, I wanted, I've done this like for something related to railroads, but with other projects of immigration and the development of the county and why certain areas are, are one ethnicity or or not or another one. And, um, and then I put that in with churches, the development of churches in immigration, and I went countywide, mm-hmm. and some of them are still that uh, in existence today. Right. So I've been exploring that and I'm developing that for a, a lecture cool. and a podcast. Yeah. Uh, and so that explains why I remember a lot of people from high school, their last names were mm-hmm. French. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you went Bradley kids mixed, you know, uh, descendants from different nationalities. Yeah. But I also went through the, the census books. We have 1860, 1780. And you see the nationalities of where they came from, especially in 1870, was like the biggest book we have. And they really started to come.
0: Yeah. Right. I mean, established. At, at that point, uh, you know, Kankakee was about 20 years in. So, and a lot of it had built mm-hmm. up at that point
2: mm-hmm. from
0: uh, the railroad. So,
2: and then certain people, like the Germans, opened. The, the breweries right and certain did this and certain you know mm-hmm. did, yeah. did, did different things that they that they opened that they did yeah um for their um specialties mm-hmm. so it's very interesting to see how all of that comes together and then how the railroad really had that impact
0: yes mm-hmm. absolutely without
2: that it, we we could still be um a tiny little dot on the map, even smaller. Than, yeah. You know.
0: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Jack and Jory, this has been great as always. Thank you so much for coming by and, and talking the uh, Illinois Central Railroad.
2: And still so. no <laughs> train.
0: And
1: still no train. Still no train. <laughs> oh,
0: what the heck? Man, this is. I can't believe that. It's amazing.
1: Well, um record I'll, it and dub one in. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, right. That's exactly
0: what I'm going to do. Um, so, you know, uh, always encouraged to visit the Kankakee County Museum. Uh, there's also the French Heritage Museum as well. Um, Kankakeecountymuseum.com. If you want to get more details um, and uh, just, of course, always follow on social media, Facebook and Instagram. And uh, there's lots of events coming up for Mm -hmm. December. Yes. I know this episode is dropping like right about the middle of December. Mm -hmm. Um, So make sure uh, you check out all the different events happening. You know, they got the annual Mm -hmm. gallery of trees Mm -hmm. at uh, the Kankakee County Museum um, the New Year's Eve gala mm-hmm. that's happening at the Majestic. Um, It's a Wonderful Life is mm-hmm. showing at the Majestic mm-hmm. too. It's all part of the uh, mm-hmm. seventy-five years, uh, the seventy-fifth anniversary the, um, of, the, of being the, in our building. building. Yes, yeah. of being in the building. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the Historical Society itself is over a hundred years old now, but mm-hmm. the the building uh, is from nineteen forty-eight. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, that's <laughs> when the campus. There
2: was developed. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: where it is today. So, Mm -hmm. um,
2: yeah. And the Civic Building also. Yes. uh, Civic Uh, City. Right around the Mm -hmm. same
1: time. Yeah. Yeah. It was finished slightly after, within about a month or two after the museum building was built. Mm -hmm.
2: And I uncovered photographs we have of the brand new historical and arts building when they still had machinery where the grass is. Oh yeah, still had m- machinery. Yeah, and for anybody wondering, the tree in the very front yard, very in front of the house, that's huge. I always wondered how old that was because I never saw it in our old photographs of the small house. But it was be- 1948 was not there.
0: Okay, so came after, I guess. Yeah after that. Yeah.
2: I was so excited. Nothing to do with the ICRR. A little off topic, but I was excited to see that photograph. Yeah. That I finally got that question answered. Yeah, that's cool, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. Thank you both again. Mm -hmm. Thank you.
0: That concludes this episode of Kankakee Podcast. I'm Jake Lamore. Thank you so much for listening. Please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already, and follow us on social media at Kankakee Podcast. Special thank you to our Patreon subscriber, Teague Dreenan, for supporting the show each month. Join at patreon.com slash and you too could hear your name on a future episode. Kankakee Podcast is owned and produced by the fine team at Pathfinder, a full-service marketing agency in Kankakee, Illinois. Learn more at yourpathfinder.io. Our theme song is by Lupe Carroll. This river can-